You're listening to an exclusive podcast of the Chris Robinson Travel Show. Heard Saturday afternoons at 1 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. The Chris Robinson Travel Show is brought to you by the Great River Road in the great state of Illinois. From exotic locales a continent away to weekend stays down the highway, pack a suitcase and your vacation imagination. It's time for the Chris Robinson Travel Show on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. Hi, I'm Chris Robinson and welcome to The Travel Show. This week, as always, I invite you to relax, kick back and travel from your armchair and maybe start planning your next trip in reality. We're heading across the border to a near neighbour, to Illinois. Discover Chicago and so much more with scenic river towns, resorts and spas, outdoor activities and world-class shopping and dining. Illinois is perfect for girlfriends' getaways, couples' escapes and outdoor adventure. But before I introduce you to my guests on the show, come with me to Illinois on a travel show magic moment. Day one of my Illinois road trip is surpassing my expectations. After the usual impeccable flight with Porter to Chicago Midway, just an hour and three quarters, we have driven west out of Chicago. And the countryside has just got prettier and prettier as the hills have grown more rolling and the farms are chocolate box neat. I pause for a wonderful meal at the Holy Mackerel, a converted 1850s Baptist church, and then drove on to the outstanding Eagle Ridge Golf Resort and Spa outside Galena in the far northwest of Illinois. Galena is almost at the start of one of Illinois' seven scenic byways and is a delightful historic town with fabulous boutiques and craft shops. The whole town is a national historic district on the banks of the Galena River, near to where it flows into the Mississippi. Many of the gracious mansions are now B&Bs, and we take an informative trolley tour to see it all. Main Street is picture perfect, with stepped streets leading up the valley sides from its plethora of craft shops. It's the perfect place to begin our journey along the Great River Road. Well, that's just one of many one-of-a-kind experiences awaiting visitors to Illinois. And we're looking forward to hearing many more from my first guest on today's show... Jen Hosel, who is Deputy Director of the Illinois Office of Tourism. Welcome to the Travel Show, Jen. Thank you. Well, you're going to be our guide for the next little while. So, Jen, set the scene for us in Illinois. You know, in that great recap of your trip to Illinois, you mentioned that the trip was surpassing your expectations. And I think that that is what Illinois is for so many travelers. There's just so much to do. It's a diverse state, whether you're looking for a historical experience, great shopping, wineries, an outdoor adventure, nightlife small-town charm. We have it all for you here, and sometimes people, people are surprised by that. So it's always really fun to welcome our guests and to show them all that we have to offer. And you have so much, of course. I mean, it really is a substantial destination. It's the size of many European countries, for instance. Yeah, it, it really is. And so, you know, up north, just a real easy trip, by the way, just a real easy trip um, to uh, Chicago's Gateway Airport of O'Hare. Um, we've got that great city and all of the wonderful opportunities that are in the Chicago area. I mentioned some of that shopping. And then, of course, there's always something new to do in Chicago. So we've got um, the Willis Tower. Many people, I, I believe maybe even you got to step out on the ledge and look over and see I from the did. top of the... Yeah, yeah <laughs> just 
last month. It was fabulous. <laughs> it really is. And so now, this spring, uh, not to be outdone, a tower just down the road on the magnificent mile, the John Hancock, they also have an experience. And I, I got to do this just a few weeks ago. It was very exciting. You step out and you actually tilt out. It's called the tilt. You tilt out over the mag mile. <laughs> so it's really, really exciting. There's always something to do in that great city of Chicago. Um, but as you just get out a little bit further from the city, there's all these different diverse options. You mentioned Galena, which is right there on the beautiful Mississippi mm-hmm. River, and it's got that small town charm. But down south, the hills get even bigger, um, and there's all kinds of hiking. We've got tons of fantastic wineries to experience. So truly, whatever you are looking for, you can find it right here in Illinois. And one of my favorite uh, surprises for people, you mentioned our seven scenic byways, and we love to tell people to get on the road when they come here, but a lot of people don't realize that Route 66, that great American highway experience, starts in Chicago, goes right through Illinois, stopping in, say, Springfield, where I'm sitting right now, which is uh, our state's capital and where Abraham Lincoln, our 16th president, uh, where he worked and um, keeps on going until it actually gets to that great river road. Yeah, the presidential history, of course, in Springfield is is wonderful, and you have an enormous number of ways of experiencing that. Yeah, we have the Abraham Lincoln Presidential Library and Museum, uh, which is an absolutely fantastic way to explore our history. We're very proud, by the way, of Abraham Lincoln. We often call ourselves the land of Lincoln here in Illinois. So we're very proud of that history. And we can... Uh, we've set up a way so that you can actually walk in his footsteps here in Springfield. So it's a very, it's a very fun way to check out uh, that presidential history. Yeah, you could check out, listeners can check out a picture of me uh, experiencing all of that in, in Springfield on my Pinterest board, thetravelshow.com slash Illinois, and you'll see it all, all there. And you're bringing all of this to Toronto next week. We are, yes, we are bringing just a little bit of Illinois to you. So we are going to be taking over Young and Dundas Square on May 30th, on Friday. It'll be in the afternoon, and there will be all kinds of ways to discover Illinois. We'll have a Ferris wheel there, just like at the famous Navy Pier in Chicago. Oh, yes. Yeah. I was there again last month. <laughs> Were you? you just get all over Illinois. I love that. <laughs> Um, we'll have food trucks, so um, I don't know if you had a chance to enjoy a Chicago hot dog. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, so um, we'll have a food truck a truck there giving away Chicago hot dogs and Southern Illinois barbecue. And then um, we didn't talk too much about um, our, our outdoor activities, but we have uh, an eagle there. Um, and that's because uh, there's tons of bird watching in Illinois and especially eagle watching uh, in the wintertime. So we want to just really bring people's attention to that. So. And then, of course, we'll have some Wrigley Field opportunities. That's where, uh, that's where the Chicago Cubs play baseball, and it's the 100th uh, anniversary of Wrigley Field this year. Wow. Are you coming down for the event? Oh, I'll be there. I wouldn't miss it. Excellent. So our listeners can connect with you there. And again, the, the details of that, is it all day on, on Friday? Begins at four o'clock. Mm-hmm. We'll be uh, we'll be going into the to the early evening, so don't miss it. It'll be a lot of fun. I think uh, we'll even have a rock climbing wall for fun. Oh, I, I might turn up for that. <laughs> and this is Come the second. Down. This is the second year, isn't it? It is, yeah. We did this last year, and people had so much fun with it. We actually got to talk to about 3,000 people, and we just, we just had a great time, and people said, are you bringing it back? And we thought, why not? We'll bring it back. We'll bring it to Toronto. 
Well, I was fortunate enough to experience, as I was mentioning just last month, this great get-together, the gathering of uh, anybody who's in, in travel, uh, which t- took place in Chicago. It's called Power or IPW, and it's a bit of a travel industry event, but it really was a wonderful way of showcasing everything that Chicago and Illinois has to offer. I'm so glad that you mentioned that. We had such a fun time hosting that. Sort of all the movers and shakers from the international tourism world coming to Chicago. And uh, we, we, know, we know that we're seeing a lot, a huge increase in international visitors to the United States as a whole and to Illinois. Uh, and so we just had a really fun time showcasing all that we have to offer. And we definitely wanted to pay some extra special attention to our Canadian travelers, especially here in Illinois where we're seeing um, a a large increase in Canadian travelers, and we're just so grateful to all of you for coming to visit us. We want to make sure you keep doing that. (laughs) I'm sure you will. (laughs) And I want to encourage our listeners to visit uh, the website, www.enjoyillinois.com. Yep. That's right. Yeah. And Chris, I don't know if you've been seeing uh, our mini Abe adventures, but uh, Uh, you have? Yes, but to tell our listeners... Yeah, okay. So um, Mini-Abe is sort of the mini-ambassador that um, that we have embraced here at the Illinois Office of Tourism. You will be able to see a little bit of him at enjoyillinois.com. And he is a, a miniature Abraham Lincoln that travels about the state of Illinois. And he's just so, he's just so fun. People really warm up to him. So um, if you come here, you'll have, to, uh, you'll have to see if you can find him. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for this overview of mile after magnificent mile of Illinois, Jen. And uh, I hope you have a very successful and enjoyable trip to, uh, to Toronto next week. Oh, I look forward to it. I look forward to talking to all of you. Thanks, Chris. Okay, and we're going to carry on traveling mile after magnificent mile to hear about the Great River Road in Illinois when we return from this quick break. You're listening to The Chris Robinson Travel Show. Exciting destinations. Compelling conversation. You're listening to The Chris Robinson Travel Show on Zoomer Radio. The new AM740. Hi, I'm Chris Robinson, and welcome back to The Travel Show, where we are in Illinois this week. And now we're going to focus down on one incredibly scenic route, namely the Great River Road. Now, that mighty river is the Mississippi, and along its banks for almost 800 kilometers, we're going to discover thousands of years of history, breathtaking beauty, and so much more. And I'm joined on the show by Roger Carmack, Executive Director of the Great Rivers Country Regional Tourism Development Office, and John Haas, Director of Great Rivers Country. Welcome to the Travel Show, Roger and John. Thank you. Thank you, Chris. It's great to have you guys here. And, of course, you were my guides when I was down your way not so long ago. Yeah, lots of fun memories. (laughs) Well, certainly lots of fun on my part. But first of all, let's give our listeners a bit of a geography lesson. Where is Great River Country? Okay, well, um, I'll start off here. This is John. Great Rivers Country is on the western border of Illinois. Um, It cradles the Mississippi River, and we have 33 counties um, along in our region that we have in the 550-mile stretch from East Dubuque down to Cairo, Illinois. So this is a big chunk of country. Yes, it is. And the scenery along this route, of course, is unified and shaped by that incredible river, the Mississippi, isn't it? It sure is, Chris. And there's a lot of magnificent bluffs that you could see, lots of recreation, historical and cultural things that you could get into. Um, of course, you can get out on the water and enjoy, you know, a nice river cruise on the water. 
Yeah, we're going to be talking about that uh, later for sure. For me, the excitement was simply the Mississippi in the first place because it's one of the great rivers of the world. You know, along with the Nile and the Amazon and the Yangtze, the Mississippi is it for North America. And, uh, of course, history has just been attracted to its banks from early Native American uh, sites to, of course, fantastic 1800s frontier towns. Uh, that's right, Chris. And I, uh, we also want to talk about the Lincoln uh, speeches that he gave. Uh, actually, we had seven uh, Lincoln and Douglas debates in Illinois, mm. and luckily three of those were along the uh, in the Great Rivers country, which was Galesburg, Quincy, and Alton. This dates back to uh, October of uh, 1858. And then you come on down to the Mississippi there on the Albany Mounts. Uh, we have the state historic sites. Uh, actually, it was Native Americans where they lived as early as 500 B.C., and for some reason it declined around 350 A.D., and this was the Hopewell Cultural uh, Native Americans. Mm. And actually, they used the Mississippi for what we do today, transportation and food. Right. Of course, the Mississippi was the highway of its time. You bet. And it, you also, the Mississippi River is the fourth longest uh, river in the world and the tenth largest and it has 14 locks and dams along the Illinois border. So take us down very briefly from, from north to, to south along the Great River Road. Okay, so very briefly, um, what we do, um, we promote the Great River Road internationally, and we put together a seven-day fly drive, and you could do it less than seven days, or you can do more in seven days, but the suggested tour is fly into Chicago O'Hare, drive up to Galena, which is about two and a half hours um, from O'Hare, and that's the farthest northern town besides East Dubuque, but it's a very historic Main Street town. Um, then you come down through the Quad Cities, and we have Nauvoo, which is a beautiful Mormon community. Then you come down to Quincy. It's a really rich in architectural. And then, you know, of course, the Mississippi River is right there on Quincy, so there's lots of parks and recreation, kayaking, bicycling. And that brings you down to Alton, Illinois which um, is really rich in history with the um, Lewis, Lewis and Clark Expedition Museum. And what's really unique about the Alton area is that it's all compact into a 33-mile stretch, so you could really take in a lot of recreation history within a small period of time and not spend a lot of time traveling around from place to place. And the nice thing is that we are, as we go through the show, we're going to be spending some time in some of those places that you mentioned. But yeah. you talked about the Quad Cities, and the Quad Cities really is kind of almost the fulcrum point, isn't it? It's, just, it's the center of, of, the, uh, of the road. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Tell us a, li a little bit more about the, the four cities that make up the Quad Cities. Oh, those four cities are, that's pretty easy to do today. Uh, actually, they, it is Moline, Illinois, Davenport, mm -hmm. Iowa, Rock Island, Illinois, and Bettendorf, Iowa. And uh, they're in uh, the Quad Cities also in Moline. You get the Celebration Bell, which John already mentioned. But it's a great place for a lunch uh, cruise down the river or a dinner cruise. Then also there in the Quad Cities, we have the Channel Cat Water Taxi, which takes you from each city. It takes about an hour, but it's a, a good way of transport, uh, transportation to see the uh, Quad Cities. I really enjoyed doing that. That was something that I did there, and it was a really hot day, 100 degrees or, or whatever, and it was so beautiful to get out on the river and, and just you know, cruise around on, on the water taxi. And that's a good way to see the Quad Cities. Yeah. And, of course, also we have the Rock Island Arsenal there, which mm. is the second largest employer for the Quad Cities. And they have a great visitor center there where you can go in and actually watch a barge go through a lock and dam. 
And then it's also great for in February through uh, November through February for eagle watching. Mm. Now, of course, we can't talk about Moline without talking about John Deere Pavilion. Yes, the John Deere Pavilion. Um, I like to talk a lot of our attractions on the Great River Road. Um, there's some really great attractions, but one thing I like to throw out, there's, um, they're free attractions, and they're really world-class. In fact, John Deere Pavilion houses um, a combine that you can actually go up, an actual combine that has a refrigerator, TV, air conditioner, GPS. I'm just amazed on how many hands-on exhibits that they have there at the John Deere Pavilion for kids and adults. Go gonna... ahead and pretend like you're driving on a tractor. Yes. And, you know, I, I, I go into these exhibits, and I'm always off the field. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's really hard to be a farmer nowadays. I think you've got to be really well-educated to run one of those things. But these are really big boys' toys, aren't they? They're so they, much fun to see. They sure are. They sure are. But they're cheap. They range from about 250000 to up to 750000 Wow. <laughs> That's without the... You've got to have a little money to do it. <laughs> And, and once you, you've played with the big boys' toys, of course, you have the Quad City Botanical Gardens. Uh, you're right. And uh, matter of fact, it just uh, the children's park just opened up this last week. They had a ribbon cutting. And uh, actually, the, uh, the children can uh, actually mock up the Mississippi River uh, where, uh, with headwaters of the Delta. They'll mm-hmm. also be able to explore the Mississippi River uh, from Minnesota to Louisiana. They actually have running water, and they put all the cities along the Great River Road from uh, uh, Minnesota all the way down to the Gulf. Wow. What one insider's tip can you share with our listeners who maybe are planning to, to do all or part of the Great River Road? Um, well, I think a good insider tip for if you're into eagle watching, um, like mm. Roger mentioned earlier, between yeah. the months of November and um, February, we have a huge eagle population by the locks and dams. And why that is, is because that's the part of the river where it does not freeze. So they, they nest right around the locks and dams, and you could experience in one day over 150 eagles in one in one place almost feeding. I mean, it's just really a magnificent sight. You don't see those as much in the in the summertime, but in the wintertime, um, a good insider tip if you're into that would be, you know, the winter months. Oh, fantastic. And parasailing as well in the Alton area. That's a new attraction they have is parasailing on the Mississippi, and that really took off big. So much to see and do. And, of course, you can plan your uh, trip by going to the website, which is greatriverroad-illinois.org. Uh, great website. Uh, there's a Facebook and, and uh, Twitter as well. Thank you so much, Roger and John. I hope to see you both on the road maybe this summer. We, we hope so. You're always welcome back to Illinois, and we enjoyed our trip with you last year. Well, yeah, likewise. We'd love to have you back. Thank you. And we'll return to Illinois after this quick break. We'll be traveling to the northern part of the Great River Road. But now you're listening to The Chris Robinson Travel Show. Along the Great River Road in the state of Illinois is where the heart of America beats strongest. Where paddle-wheel steamers meander the hundreds of miles and thousands of years of Mississippi River history. And the mansions of Civil War generals still stand. It's time you meet the people and see the frontier towns along the road most traveled. The Great River Road National Scenic Byway. For visitor information, visit greatriverroad-illinois.org. The Chris Robinson Travel Show is brought to you by The Great River Road in the great state of Illinois. Living the dream. Vacation. This is The Chris Robinson Travel Show on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740.
Welcome back to the Chris Robinson Travel Show and to our travels in the surprising state of Illinois. We're off on a journey to follow one of Illinois' scenic byways, the Great River Road that follows the mighty Mississippi River for 800 kilometers. You can pick up the Great River Road west of Chicago and follow it all the way to Alton, just north of St. Louis. We're stopping along the way, and in this segment of the show, we're going to be visiting the northernmost part of the scenic byway in the historic town of Galena. And I'm joined on the show by Catherine Walker, director of the Galena Joe Davis County Convention and Visitors Bureau. Nice to have you on the travel show, Catherine. Good morning, Chris and Canada. Yeah, absolutely. You've got a big audience here, and you've got a wonderful, wonderful destination to to talk about. We do. Galena, I I mean, it's sometimes called the town that time forgot. Why why is that? Well, um, much of the town was built in 1850, 1860, and thereabouts, and uh, it looks exactly as it did back then. If Lincoln came back and he was here, and if Grant came back and he lived here twice, both of them would recognize the town and exactly where they were. To a visitor, and uh, I was there not so long ago, and you suddenly come upon this this place that really does look as though it's in a time warp. And I can absolutely understand that, that those great men would feel entirely at home still there. How is it? How is it that it is so perfectly preserved? Um, the real preservation began in 1960. They started tearing down some of the buildings for a parking lot, <laughs> and they realized that perhaps this was a mistake, and they stopped that, and then we had um, basically one of the first preservation ordinances citywide in the whole U.S. I believe Charleston was number one, and we were number two. Wow, that's that's good company to keep. And it is. of course, one of the those wonderful stately mansions there is was the home of um, Ulysses Grant himself. It was. It was his second home here. He came before the Civil War. Actually, he had failed at a business venture and went to work for his father and his brother in a leather goods store. And he and his wife, Julia, and the four kids, and they were all under 10. So I would imagine the house was much like many of ours today, you know, kids (laughs) everywhere. (laughs) Um, And they rented that home before. And then when the Civil War started, of course, he went to... uh, become a military man that he was trained to do and went on to greatness. And when he returned after the Civil War, all the citizens wanted to show him their gratitude and honor him for everything he did uh, as a general and during that time period. And they gave them a home. It's a two-story brick structure, just gorgeous, fully furnished. Uh, Of course, they brought some of their own things as well. But one of the things I find interesting, it's, it's a lot of wallpaper made to look like marble, which was the height of elegance in oh. the 1870s. <laughs> and it has a lovely position, of course, looking out over the town. It does. Um, it's a beautiful view. I know yeah. the family enjoyed it while they were there. And then, of course, he went on to Washington, D.C. as president. Yeah, absolutely. Now, one of the ways that visitors can enjoy the town these days is the trolley tour. It is. Um, the trolley tours are even kind of historic. They, they're replicas of early trolley cars, and they give you an hour tour, tell you all about the town, everything you wanted to know, some details, some funny anecdotes. Yeah. It's really a quick way to get an overview, and then maybe you go back and say, oh, I want to see that and that. 
Um, so it works really well for the visitor. I found it as a lovely way to find my bearings in the town. And then after the trolley tour, I, I walked Main Street, which is like a journey back in time. Oh, yeah, and the shopping is oh. phenomenal for uh, those of us that like to do that. <laughs> yes, indeed. But even for me, and I'm not a shopaholic, but their shops are so interesting. There's some beautiful craft shops, of course. Crafts, jewelry, chocolates, those are yes. some of my favorites. <laughs> of course, we have some uh, wineries with tasting rooms right on Main Street, and a lot of the guys kind of drop off in that area, and, <laughs> and then the women go on, but... Uh, <laughs> Lots of clothing, art, quilting, literally everything from A to Z. And the whole farm-to-table movement uh, is, is big here in Galena. It is, and, and we're a big agricultural area. I mean, we have 20,000 people in the county, and we have about 70,000 cows. So <laughs> it's, it's very much into agriculture as well as history. And the farm-to-table movement is probably most prevalent at one restaurant called 111 Main, and they... They use locally produced um, beef and pork, and um, they get their produce locally, too. And it's, it's a very popular thing here in the Midwest to know where your food's coming from and enjoy it that way, as well as taste. Well, it's certainly one of the most scenic towns I've, I've seen anywhere in the Midwest. Thank you, Catherine, for giving us that, uh, that quick glimpse. You're welcome. Now, after our stay in, in Galena, we're going to be moving on to Fulton. And to act as our guide to this section of the Great River Road, we're joined by Diane Bowsman, Executive Director of the Black Hawk Waterways Convention and Visitors Bureau. Thanks for joining us on our journey, Diane. And thank you, Chris. It's my pleasure. Well, where to start here? This was one of my favourite sections of the river, I think. And for me, a real jewel was Palisades State Park um, itself. That's right. The Palisade State Park is 2,500 acres, and it offers trails that put you in touch with the past. You can walk them, and you'll trace the footsteps of all those who came before you, some of whom were uh, nearly 1,000 years ago. It's absolutely beautiful there. Well, the beauty is, is staggering. You, you walk through the woodlands, and you suddenly come to a lookout point uh, over the, uh, the river, over the Mississippi, and, and you just stop dead in your tracks. Can you describe the, 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 the scene in front of you? Well, actually, yes, you, you overlook the Mississippi River Valley, and it's absolutely breathtaking. And, you know, when they talk about the rolling hills of northwestern Illinois, the Mississippi Palisade State Park really exemplifies everything that is beautiful about that entire region. You have the trees, you have the rock formations, and then, of course, you look out to the west, and there's the Mississippi River. Yeah, Diane, this is a big surprise to me, this, this rolling hills, this, this real geography. I always thought Illinois was flat, 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 but, <laughs> but not so. <laughs> absolutely not. No, our area is absolutely beautiful, you know, because the word palisades is used to describe a line of lofty, steep cliffs, and boy, that's what you find along the Mississippi River and, and the Great River Road. There are caves that are evident all the way through there, and erosion has carved intriguing rock formations, including Indian head with its very distinctive characteristics. And there's another rock formation called the Twin Sisters, which is a pair of humanoid figures on the bluffs. And again, both of those are visible right from the Great River Road, which is Route 84 as it travels south. Yes, a beautiful scenic section of it. And of course, then you come to Fulton itself. And what an unexpected sight there in front of you is this big windmill. That's right. The Dutch windmill was erected to, to celebrate Fulton's strong Dutch heritage. And so in 1998, the city dedicated a parcel of land right on a flood control dike on the Mississippi for the construction of an authentic Dutch windmill. And to ensure authenticity, 
they had this built over in the Netherlands by native millwrights who then traveled to the United States on three separate occasions and rebuilt the windmill on the Fulton Dyke right there. The windmill is fully operational. The entire head can turn and the sails move. They function on a weekly basis. They grind all kinds of flowers and buckwheat, corn and wheat, and it's manufactured right there and it's also for sale. All right, well, before we leave this this part of the Great River Road, this is a question for, for both of you, uh, I think, Catherine and Diane. Uh, as insiders of this, this region, what, what special spot would you personally recommend visitors should take in as they head through the, the Great River Road uh, country? Um, I think you have to see the Grant home when you're here. It's just an iconic last-century home, and the, the residence of a president, and, you know, there's not too many of them throughout the country. Yeah, absolutely. That's a, a, a great spot. Where exactly is that? Um, it's right on the top of Booth Hillier right. in Galena. Okay, and one more special spot? All right. Well, I would say it has to be the overlook from the Mississippi Palisades State mm. Park. It is beautiful, and, and actually there are four different overlooks, one of which is fully handicap accessible and has a, a paved path right to it. So people of all shapes and forms can take in this beautiful view. Yeah, it, that, that's an image that, that stays with me. And, in fact, if uh, our listeners go to the, uh, the Pinterest site for the Travel Show, that is pinterest.com slash travel show, and look for the uh, Illinois board, you'll see the, uh, the view that you get from one of those lookout points over the river. Just absolutely staggering. Thank you so much, Catherine and Diane. You're welcome, Chris. It's been my pleasure. Really appreciate it. And keep listening as we'll be roving ever southwards along the Great River Road. And uh, after this break, we're going to be heading towards the fascinating city of Nauvoo. You're listening to The Chris Robinson Travel Show. Along the Great River Road in the state of Illinois is where the heart of America beats strongest. Where paddle wheel steamers meander the hundreds of miles and thousands of years of Mississippi River history. And the mansions of Civil War generals still stand. It's time you meet the people and see the frontier towns along the road most traveled. The Great River Road National Scenic Byway. For visitor information, visit greatriverroad-illinois.org. The Chris Robinson Travel Show is brought to you by the Great River Road in the great state of Illinois. What the world needs now is more of the Chris Robinson Travel Show on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. Welcome back to the Chris Robinson Travel Show, where this week we're in Illinois, wandering the scenic byways and enjoying spectacular views of the Mississippi River, soaking up the history, sipping the wine... And generally relaxing. We're heading further south again from the Quad Cities towards the city of Nauvoo. And I'm joined by Holly Kane, Executive Director of Quincy Area Convention and Visitors Bureau. Good morning, Holly. Good morning. Lovely to have you on the show. And the first stop of this part of our journey is Nauvoo, which was one of the largest towns on the frontier in, in its day. Tell us a little bit more about the, uh, the city. Oh, the town is just called beautiful Nauvoo, and it's so true. It's on a wide bend of the Mississippi River and just spectacular. On their flats area, which are, again, right near the water, they've got over 40 restored shops and villages depicting the 1840s, as you mentioned, and everything is free, open seven days a week, and it's 
your children will be learning things and you'll be having a good time. I know my family has enjoyed the gunny sack races that they have. They have nightly performances. So many things for families to do and just even couples to stroll through this flat area of the bend of the Mississippi and this village. The town's only 1,100 population, but the visitors in the summer months definitely overtake that population by enjoying so many of these great attractions and historical. You might learn something. I'm sure. And of course, one lovely way to do that is is touring by horse-drawn carriage. Oh, definitely. And these horses, they go year-round. So when it's 12 degrees uh, in the winter months, not the best time, but those horses are rugged and they will take you around on a uh, carriage ride throughout the the downtown area. What a great way to see it, too. And, of course, some of the things you're going to be seeing are some of the great uh, shopping opportunities down there. Of course. You can even shop online. And, but, no, we do encourage you to visit some of those shops like the Scoville Bakery, the Family Living Center, the Browning Gun Shop. So my favorite is probably Nauvoo Fudge Factory. Oh, uh, yes. You know, I have to say that's a great stop. Yeah, I'm not a great uh, shopper, but uh, fudge will get me every time. Fudge will get you every time. <laughs> so we were talking about the, the historical context here. And, of course, Nauvoo was once the home of the the Mormon church. Yes, and before they moved out west to Utah, they did build their temple, and they actually rebuilt it and dedicated it in 2002, and the structure is just magnificent, and you round the corner, and you come up the bluffs, and you just see it right there. It's just breathtaking. You cannot go inside the temple any longer unless you are a Mormon in good standing and and part of the church there, but the gardens on the exterior and some of the other sites to see along with the temple. Mm. Good for anyone, Mormon or not Mormon, yes. And the oldest winery in Illinois, I believe, is in the area. You are right. You know your information. <laughs> Baxter's Vineyard, well, five, <laughs> five generations of growing grapes and making wine, dating back from the, to the 1857s. And um, they've even got a homemade winemakers contest coming up this uh, mid-June. So there is always something going on at Baxter's. It's on the top of the bluffs, kind of overlooking the city. The grapes are growing there. And um, wine tasting is, is done daily. And they're open seven days a week, too. So you can always go in and just do a little sampling. And and I am told by someone who knows about these things that the pies are fantastic. <laughs> yes, Carol's pies. Yes, a, a family relative makes pies and has been making them for years and generations there. And another good stop, wine and pie. What? Who can complain, right? <laughs> and I've also heard about that uh, buffet at the uh, Hotel Nauvoo. <laughs> you know it, the world-famous buffet. So southern fried chicken, hand-carved, slow-roasted beef. <sighs> Fifteen ninety-five. It's the largest buffet I've ever seen, and it's only open in the evening. So don't try to go for lunch, but they're only open in the evenings. And that's another business in Nauvoo. Four generations. It's in a hundred and seventy-year-old building, and you can even spend the night there if you've just eaten too much, can't even move. Go upstairs and uh, catch a good night's rest. <laughs> well, now we're fed and watered in Nauvoo. We're, we should move on to Quincy, and yes. uh, well, I mean Chicago, Illinois, of course, is is famous for its architecture, but Quincy. He is too. You got that right. We've um, got 3,664 buildings on the National Register in Quincy. And for a community about the size of 40,000 population, you can't miss it driving in any corner. Five historic districts. And we've actually got a self-guided tour that would take you about an hour to see pretty much the whole city. You can get anywhere in Quincy, unlike Chicago, in 10 minutes. And another great tool we have are private home tours, where we've got homeowners giving private tours of their homes. And busloads pull up. They showcase their home inside and out. And that's been a a huge uh, treasure for us. And festivals galore. 
festivals galore, of course. Right on the Mississippi, we have our Midsummer Arts Fair this June. Free Blues in the District concerts every Friday throughout the summer. And then my favorite is probably the Great River Grape Escape, showcasing only Illinois wines at the fourth weekend in September, right on our riverfront. Uh, so you can have your wine made in Illinois and just enjoy the Mississippi River in your background. Sounds pretty good to me. Thank you so much, Holly, for that. Yes. And now for the last leg of our journey, I'm also joined by Brett Stewa, who is the president and CEO of the Alton Regional Convention and Visitors Bureau. Welcome to the Travel Show, Brett. It's great to be here. Well, Alton, we're continuing south along the Great River Road, and it winds between the Mississippi River on the right and the high cliffs on the left. Tell us about your region. Well, it is one of the most premier scenic stretches of the entire Great River Road from Canada to the Gulf of Mexico. Uh, it is what many sea captains tell us and barge captains is the most scenic stretch of the road with those towering limestone bluffs, uh, the Great Forest Station, as well as the road and the river all parallel each other right here. It is also a great spot because it's the meeting of the Great Rivers. It's where the Illinois River, the Missouri River, and the Mississippi River all converge. Uh, so it's a, it's a confluence of culture and a, gr- a great destination. And with those cliffs, of course, uh, perfect places for eagles to perch. Yeah, in the winter months, uh, we have the largest concentration of um, American bald eagles uh, in North America. And uh, they come down here following the rivers as their road. I kind of use it as a map. Mm-hmm. We use, you know, highways, but the birds use these um, the river systems, uh, mainly because of the food sources that they find along the way. Uh, so we have a ton of uh, eagles in the January-February month time frame. Uh, and then going from that point on, we bring in the spring migration. Uh, right now we're flooded with pelicans. Uh, we've got thousands of white uh, pelicans uh, taking on the river systems as we speak. And we also have some great um, uh, cranes coming in now, as well as the um, uh, egrets are all starting in, and the great blue herons are all starting their way here. Uh, this is the largest uh, flyway in North America, migratory birds. Uh, 60% of all uh, birds pass through this uh, North American flyway here along the Mississippi River. We have an incredible interpretive center called the, um, the Audubon Center at Riverlands, and it's the only Audubon Center on the entire Mississippi River. Uh, it's a place where you can go out and uh, learn about the species as well as uh, look through scopes, get trained um, advice on how to use a scope, as well as go on nature walks and hikes. Uh, we even have bird blinds where you can hide from the birds so you can actually see them uh, in action so they're not startled by your, your appearance. Wow, they're a real bird watcher's paradise. We should talk, of course, about the uh, Melvin Price uh, Locks and Dam 26, because that, that's a marvelous way to, to uh, interact with the Mississippi River. It is, actually. Um, it, it tells the story of, of the navigation industry and how America has utilized their rivers as a, a form of commerce. Um, the Lock and Dam itself, it is the largest Lock and Dam structure on the Mississippi River. It uh, gives daily tours at uh, 10, 1, and 3 that people can go on free tours uh, of the Lock and Dam go down into the chambers and see a barge actually going through uh, the, the river systems and watch the water fill up so it can go to the next stair level of the, um, of the Mississippi River. Uh, attached to it is the National Great Rivers Museum with more than 20 hands-on interactive exhibits uh, talking about everything from water conservation to even learning how to steer and drive a tier bo- uh, towboat on your own, a barge. Oh, <laughs> that would be fun. And you it's talk- very hard. You talked about the confluence. <laughs> so. oh, I'm sure it is. You talked about yeah. the confluence, and, and there is, you know, this is where the, the, the Mississippi and the Missouri come together. There's a, a, a tower that you can go to, to, uh, to see that? Yeah, this is the, of course, this is the point of departure for Lewis and Clark ah, yes. back in their journey in 1804, and we built a memorial uh, tower 
uh, to celebrate that confluence. Also, it's the third largest watershed system in the entire world. Uh, so it is a, a big, big deal. Um, this is one of the largest confluences. And we have an observation tower. So you can go up at 50 feet, 100 feet, and 150 feet and look at the region as well as the, the confluence tower. So you can actually see this confluence. You can see downtown St. Louis. Uh, you can also see um, up north uh, Pier Marquette State Park, which is the largest state park in Illinois, where the Illinois River comes in as well. So you can see the, the tree lines of that. You won't actually see the confluence of the Illinois-Mississippi, but you do see the confluence of Missouri and Mississippi and the point of departure for Lewis and Clark. And, and, and lastly, before we leave this area, I, I want to talk about another bit of, of history, which is even older, of course, than Lewis and Clark, and that is the, the Native American history at uh, Cahokia Mound State Historic Park, which is a UNESCO World Heritage Site. What do we yeah, find there? It's, it's definitely a, a treasure and a treat for people. Uh, it, Cahokia was the largest civilization uh, in the world, really, uh, back in the, um, um, I think, around 600 to uh, 1400 uh, A.D., and the number of um, uh, just civilizations that were there and, and its network of systems, all again around the confluence of the Great Rivers, uh, using that Mississippi River Valley as its source of transportation, food, and culture. Um, and also what's left today, of course, are some mounds uh, that you'll see. Uh, the largest structure is called Monk's Mound, and it's a massive um, platform mound with four terraces that's 10 stories tall, and it's the largest uh, man-made uh, mound north of Mexico um, in 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 this area. So it's a great interpretive story. You can learn about how we lived before, what remnants were left. We uh, know that it started to decline about 1300, uh, and it was abandoned uh, more than 100 years before Europeans arrived in North America. So we don't know what happened. Um, there is uh, some guesses. Scholars have proposed environmental factors, you know, such as deforestation or overhunting, but we don't, there's a mystery there as to why this civilization just ceased to exist, you know, almost, wow. almost immediately. Well, on, on that uh, note of mystery, sadly, we are at our journey's end as we're uh, out of time. Thank you so much to, to both Holly and Brett. Thank you both. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, if your interest is peaked, then check out these websites for more. GreatRiverRoad-Illinois.org, DiscoverIllinois.com, and FHWA.gov forward slash byways. And, of course, you can find links to all these sites and the phone numbers to call at chrisrobinsontravelshow.com, where you'll also find links to planning notes for this road trip, the travel blog of my trip along the Great River Road, and to the Pinterest board, where I've pinned my photos of the trip. My thanks to Jen, Roger, John, Catherine, Diane, Holly and Brett for being my road trip buddies on the Great River Road scenic byway today. Join us next week for another travel experience. Until then, bon voyage and cheerio from the Chris Robinson Travel Show. Hi, Chris Robinson here again with our weekly roundup of travel news. And let's start in Jamaica, where there are a couple of upcoming music festivals to consider. The Ocho Rios Jazz Festival from June the 8th to the 14th has international performers playing alongside acclaimed Jamaican jazz artists. Go to ochoriosjazz.com to see all the details about the performers. And International Reggae Day on July the 1st is an island-wide celebration of all things reggae on the island where reggae was born. Full details of all the events are at iregayday.com. If you're headed to New York or Orlando in the next little while, 
Consider the new Eat and Play card, which describes itself as the anti-coupon. It's an easy way to save on vacation expenses like dining, attractions, shopping, and much more. With 10 to 50% discounts off the entire bill for up to four people, your savings potential is considerable. The cost is just $25 US, and you can buy online at eatandplaycard.com. Good travel guidebooks can add so much to planning the perfect trip, and there are two new moon travel guides to Hawaii that have just been released. This time of year is actually the best and most affordable season to visit the islands, so the release of these full-colour guides is perfectly timed. Outdoor enthusiast, travel writer and Maui expert Kyle Ellison knows the best ways to experience Hawaii's second-largest island, and it really shows in his book on Maui. And Kevin Witten has penned the excellent Oahu Guide. Oahu is the heartbeat of the Hawaiian Islands. It's a unique destination where you can experience the comforts of city life with the natural beauty of verdant mountains and sparkling blue ocean, always within easy reach. Both are the perfect insiders to help you plan the ultimate getaway to paradise. And they're all in good bookshops now for around 20 bucks. Now, here are a couple of current travel deals that are well worth considering. Let's start with a very last-minute bargain with Sunwing Vacations. If you can get up and go immediately, Sunwing are offering a four-night package vacation to Las Vegas, departing from Toronto, tomorrow, Sunday, May 25th, for just $255 per person, with $337 in taxes, making a total of just $592. This includes return flights to Sin City, plus four nights accommodation at one of my favourite hotels in Vegas – the pyramid-shaped Luxor. Go to sunwing.ca for all the details. There is just one week left to save 5% off the land tour cost for travel show listeners that book and pay their deposit by June the 3rd on the 8 Days Irish Highlights Trafalgar Guided Vacation. This is an opportunity to come away with me to Ireland next October to visit some of the most wonderful regions of the Emerald Isle. The tour is priced at just $1,665, plus air, and you can save $160 per couple on this special 5% deal if you book by June the 3rd. All the details are on the Travel Show website. On the show next week, we'll be giving you a preview of this island trip with Trafalgar to whet your travelling appetite. Call in at the chrisrobinsontravelshow.com website for the details of this next show. You'll find links to the Travel Show Pinterest site where there is a board of images on Ireland, plus a link to my travel blog to give you a visual taster of the show and of the trip itself. You'll also find podcasts of past travel shows. So don't forget to tune in to the Travel Show next Saturday at 1pm here on AM 740 Zuma Radio for some good old Irish blarney.